Hello and welcome to another episode of the Screaming Eagles podcast, the unofficial podcast of the brave Manly Seagulls and the lucky Para Eels. I'm your host Ben and joining me as usual is the man who put the man into man cold, Billy Night Train Buttons. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Welcome. Welcome. We always love you, as always. Always a big big round of applause when you groove onto the stage. That's right. Shout out to our live studio audience. (laughs) Thanks for coming out on such yeah. a cold night. All bleak. I think, I think I, I, would you say bleak night? Bleak. Yep. I think there's more people here than there were at the Manly game. We're going to touch upon that later because <laughs> I know you probably read Buzz's fake news item. Read it. I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> did he just copyright it? Did he just take it from the raw, did he? I'm actually Buzz. <laughs> uh, You're Buzz right now. Yeah, well, that too. Buzz and Buzz. He's one of my other alter egos, just like Late Mail. <laughs> <laughs> he's your he's the Asian side of your personality. <laughs> so um how was it you've had a bit of a cold? I've had a cold. I've had a man cold. Yeah. And I've yeah. Cue <laughs> sniff. Have you ever noticed that? Like yeah. when people go, How are you going? You go, I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> oh. right, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so Q sniff, I haven't sniffed for about three hours, but as soon as you ask me. No, I'm good. Apart from that. Yep. I had a bit of sweet relief over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. So rugby league is back yep. in a big way. Yep, good. Uh, but no, I've so been... it's, it's I've got to say, it's a lot more interesting coming to do a podcast when the other person's actually watched the game. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, yeah, we didn't talk... So the, so the most... season started two games ago, two rounds ago, didn't That's it? That's what's happened, isn't yeah. it? We, I also had a super coach win. Did you? Yes. Against Nathan, I believe. Uh, no, it would have been against Ricky. Another is his name Nathan. I don't know. It was it was a typical gritty encounter. Look, I yep. was saying, Super Coach, you only. I, I was mm. celebrating last night the fact that you lost again, but there was a huge not to get too much into Super Coach. Yeah. But there was a huge and it was blowing up on Twitter. Yeah. A big change of scores overnight, like oh, it was crazy. Okay. Like I had James Maloney. Yeah. He scored a hundred and one, and then today. He was put down for fifty-five. Mm. That's quite a uh, that's quite a large difference. Well, no, no, I won. I got, but I won on a score of eight hundred and seventy. Wow. So. <laughs> and, that's, um, yeah, I fell over the line more in than our me. league. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. it's gonna yeah, it's gonna make for great podcasting while you yeah, look it up. Is. Oh, you did. Yep. You beat Ricky. Ricky. No regrets. No wow. regrets. Sorry, Ricky. We were talking him up last uh, yesterday on Twitter saying, so well, well done, you've kept Billy Buttons to zero. No. Ironically, you know who got me over the line was... Um, uh, Jake Trevojevic? No, 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 no. The, the fullback for the Tigers, Thompson, Corey Thompson. Oh, yeah. Great game. Yeah. Not not great enough for the Tigers, well, but no. great enough for Manly a cheat. Oh, well. First, <laughs> first win. I'm, of course... I haven't lost yeah, a game. Yeah, well, very suspicious. <laughs> very, every year you're leading the comp. 
Look at look, you can look at my cap. Yeah. <laughs> Add them all up. This doesn't make sense. Yeah, Bozo's not answering your phone. <laughs> Um, well, it's good. I went and saw, uh, this week I went and saw Avengers Infinity War. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Flawless. Wow. I would say it's a flawless film. Flawless film. I didn't come out with any issues at all. Okay. Well... <laughs> I went in with a lot of issues. Do you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Did you find that... Do you need to watch all the previous Marvel movies to understand... I went and saw it with someone who'd, um seen the first Captain America film mm-hmm. and seen the first Thor film. Okay. But that's it. Okay. So I found a um, all the all the Marvel films in five minutes on YouTube. Okay. Uh, and they just watched that. Okay. Before they went and saw it. And that was pretty that was pretty much enough to get it okay. and enjoy it. Just like a crib notes or something. Yeah, pretty much. Oh nice. Um, so yeah that's great how film. I watched Rugby League most weeks before the podcast <laughs> just, just just the 15 minute highlights <laughs> yeah when yeah. all low lights well not even when it was a last I just yeah, you yeah. just read some okay. tweets read that what happens yeah alright well should we just get into it yes uh, as always we'll start with news Barrett urged to walk away from Manly. Ooh. Yeah, now this is from old skip leg day Danny Widler. Wow. He was going to go to leg day and then he remembered that he uh, had to fire out some hard-hitting journalism. So he skipped mm. leg day again and just made up some stories. Yep. He called he called Anthony Watmo and said, what have you got for me? And Anthony was like, mate, this is the second year in a row. This is the second year I've been telling you I don't play anymore. I don't know anything. He goes... So, okay. Manly are in trouble. Manly is that what trouble. you're saying? Well, <laughs> let me write about it. Manly, Manly are. I'm hoping you're not as triggered <laughs> as you were last week. Well, when it was I, all fake news, allegedly. Well, it is all fake news. It's not fake news. So, Danny Widler saying that man, uh, the Barrett's been urged to walk away from Manly. Yeah. You've got to say that's fake news. Yeah, I'm guessing that's fake news. Now, f- for no other reason than Danny Widler wrote it, but also, how hard is it to get. A head coaching job yeah these days yeah like jeff obviously we're not going to hire jeff tuvey because we were the ones you know we got rid of him but yeah there's jeff tuvey there's des des hasler's hanging around um there's a there, there's a few there's Maguire, madge yeah there's Maguire. there's a few guys very qualified yeah been to grand final yeah coaches yeah and you're telling me that Barrett's going to walk away, and what's that? And what's that signal he's telling other other teams that could future, you know, employ him in the future? Yeah. By the way, if things get tough, I'm just going to walk out. I mean, mm. it's just the most ridiculous story I've ever heard. And the sad thing is, there's a lot of people buying it. Really? A lot of people, yeah. A lot of I heard people going, "Well, fuck him. He can just go." It's like, guys, it's just. See, fake do you do you news. think it's like a? It's, it's a bit of evil genius from from Supercoach TB to actually throw that one out there kind of like Laurie Daly used to do where a year ahead he would talk about who's going to be ready for his origin team the next year right. after after the game three loss yeah or no not even before game one had even started right. 
he'd be parking people for the next year's season and talking yep. about how he's going to be working with them. Yeah, right. And it's kind of like the selectors are like, well, oh, well, okay, we better keep him here then. Mm. I would be more surprised if Manly like weren't looking to have a word to Trent about, hey, mate, we need to improve a few things on the field. Mm. Not the other way around, that Trent's got all these offers out there no. to go and no. coach who. Like, no. who... Who's he better than? Yeah, he might be. He might be better than other coaches. Like yep. he's got a not the best hand he's playing with, but his record at the moment's not like let's fire whoever we've got no. and bring in no. Trent Barrett. Well, let's let's go to the next. Uh, my next little headline I've got here. Des Hasler walks away from Kiwi deal. <laughs> so Des Hasler, yeah, Jeff Tuvey. Mm. And one other person, I can't remember who it is. Wasn't Kidwell, was it? The new Parramatta no. Reels. <laughs> well, he's just been fired. So um, they've all gone over to NZ and, and gone for the job for the Kiwis. But I read today that Des has taken his hat out of the Ooh. ring because he's very close to securing an NRL head coaching job. Ooh. So who. Who knows? I can't imagine. Who it would be? Because no, it wouldn't be manly. The teams that are struggling, yeah, are manly. Well, we're not going to take him back. No, the Para, Bulldogs. Paras just had two wins. And yeah, they've, the, yeah. The Bulldogs. They've just, just fired him. Yeah, that's right. And, and um, the Cowboys, and they've just re-signed Paul Green. Yeah. So look out, know. Mary McGregor. Yeah, yeah. Well, Titans also. You know, like all. Yeah, there's a lot of teams out there, but I can't imagine any of them losing their their coaches so yeah might be fake news might be fake news but um the reason why i bring it up is it just goes to show that there are a a lot of coaches who are ready to go yeah so if he wants to walk away it's not like there's a lot of ex-manly coaches not even just coaches yeah he'd be like the third picked just out of the ex-manly coaches (laughs) like well the thing is it's not like the head when trent barrett leaves the headline won't be manly unable to find coach yeah forced to get ex-bus driver to come in and try and coach. I mean, the the line would be out the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. They'd get Maguire, and, 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 they'd get, and, and, they yeah. could get a gun from the Super League. And, and I think it just shows the, the fact that they've got the New Zealand, ex-New Zealand head coach is now taking an assistance yeah. role with Para because... Well, what else is he going to do? What yeah. else is he going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, I think that's fake you can news. go over to you can go over to Super League, but even then, I mean, who the fuck wants to do that? Yeah, can't live in the north of England. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> um, so I'd put that down as fake news. Uh, Lachlan Croker out for season as Manly injuries reach crisis point. Crisis. Now that, no, I didn't actually. That's crisis. just I just made that headline. Oh, up, okay. But he did do it. He no, did. But yeah. I couldn't be bothered it's looking for somebody news. else's. Headlines, such as thought I'd make up it's my not own. Pretty. If you if you're a manly fan, like I've been in this spot where you you search eels headlines back in the day, yeah, and you get about twelve seconds in, and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go onto Richard's realm instead. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking terrible. Well, this is the thing though. I was looking through, and it honestly, like the articles this week. I was saying this before. The articles this week were kind of like a cut and paste from the week before. Mm. So it's just more about Gladstone, more about blah blah yeah. blah blah blah, more writing things in a way that it is 
confirmed knowledge like mm. and as we all know yeah. like a lot of sentences starting that way and it's just like mm, no, we well, don't you heard it on that. the podcast here anyway. I broke it all um, so yeah Kaboom. injuries wow. so Lachlan Croker yeah. out for the season um, you know I gave him a little bit of a spray last week yeah do I feel bad no, no, because I don't think that's responsible for his <laughs> knee. But I do feel bad for it. This is his third ACL, and he's yeah. only twenty-two. Yeah, that's horrible. You gotta. Yeah, that's you're you, getting in booby miles territory. Yeah, you're getting in. That could be. That could be all she wrote. Yeah, and even if he does come back, and well, what's he? Teams he didn't, he team, didn't set the league. A lot. I mean, it's no. not nice to kick someone while they're down. So no. I'm not, you know. And he was, Look, he wasn't in a manly aren't in the best spot. Like if he was on a like a Melbourne type situation where they had an experienced team no, around but, him. Yeah, but no, but he, yeah, I, uh, yeah. But Melbourne brought in Brody Croft, mm. and he didn't fire in the first few weeks, and they flicked him, and they yeah. brought in another guy. The difference is, is that Melbourne, uh, Melbourne have have yeah. the depth there, yeah. but. Um, but but I, I I would say that you know defensively he's a great five eighth yeah in attack he doesn't really offer anything and I think the I think this game against the Knights yeah was just it really summed up him as a player so many half chances like almost got through the line but didn't yeah. quite make it almost got the ball down over the line didn't quite make it he's always just. Almost making it. He's and a he game of inches. Never, it is. And he just never quite got there with any of the plays that he really made. So, would I... I obviously, I'd prefer him to not have done his ACL. Yeah. And, you know, still because now we've got some depth issues. Mm. But, you know, anyway. It's funny how things work Podcast out, gives it, it sends out his best. <laughs> yeah, shout out <laughs> to, 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 to Lachlan Croker. But, um... Funny how the yeah. world works, though. You know, yeah. if you were if you were a believer in karma, not for poor old Lachlan, but for Jackson, mm. you know, we're, we're a pro Jackson podcast. Well, we yeah. were for most of our lives. Well, we definitely are. You, you know, changed. <laughs> but, jeez, um, not what what like what more could happen that would go in Jackson's favour? It's like the world oh, is saying, yeah. Absolutely. Come back, Jackson. Yeah. We need yeah. you. And do you know what? Unlike the fake redemption stories that are out there, <laughs> which is this guy got done for beating up a woman, but now look, he's running the ball really hard and playing well. Yeah. A redemption story. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So just so, I'm, just so I'm clear. Yeah. Just so I'm clear. Because he can run the ball really hard at other yeah. big guys, that redeems him for beating up a woman. Yeah, yeah, of course yeah. it does. Okay, just... Oh, he's putting in. He's training really hard. Yeah. Oh, good. That's. Oh, good. Yeah. So he's punching she, the bag really she, hard. Yeah. So, so she's sweet then. Yeah. This would actually be a redemption story. Yeah. Because he is, he is doing better in something that was a problem before. Or <laughs> within the same. Yeah. Or Matt. Or DCE is being redeemed, and he's come to come to. Deal with him being disliked by everyone, and well, this isn't a head, this you. isn't a headline. <laughs> this isn't a headline, but this is a um, story I heard from Gus Gould mm-hmm. on Gus Gould's podcast. Just yeah. doing a little bit of cross mm-hmm. cross yeah. cross platform Shout out promotion. To Gus. We look forward to um, the uh, Gus was saying that um, one of his mates was out 
in Manly, literally three or four days after the whole Gladstone thing. Yeah. And the entire team was out there having breakfast together. Not not a not a not a team thing, but just, you know, all the yep. players getting together because they're mates. And Jackson was there and everyone was getting along and there wasn't any dramas whatsoever. Mm. Then also, and then I think it was Tommy, I heard Tommy interviewed and he said that there's been team dinners and Jackson's been to every one of them. Honestly, I know, I know you like to think, but it has been, and I will, I will, I will, I'm not going to apologize like you asked yeah, for yeah, on Twitter, yeah, right? Thank you. But I'm Apology not going accepted. to. <laughs> but I will say that it is, I think it's massively over-exaggerated what's happened. I think, yep, they didn't get along. Yep, there was fisticuffs. But a couple days later, it was sweet, you know? Mm. And, uh, you know, I'm not a professional sportsman. Could have been. Could have been, but decided to go down a different avenue. Yeah. I've played against mates on the basketball court and things like that. Things get heated. You throw a few elbows and it's a bit of a fuck you. And then the next day, everything's everything's fine. And, Mm. you know, but I will say that I think... Trent, and this is coming from what um, I'm reading between the lines with what Gus Gould's been saying because Gus has been chatting to Trent. I feel that Trent felt he wasn't advised on how to handle the situation. Yeah. And Manly should have stepped in to say, this is how we're going to sort this out. I think the problem was is that Trent was seeing that the players were being blamed for, ha- for Jackson Hastings being dropped. Yeah. And I think he just, not panicked, but he just went, well, I'd want to put an end to this and got out there and said, the players aren't responsible. I am. He's not going to be picked, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. When in fact, he probably shouldn't have, he, he probably shouldn't have addressed that at all. Yeah. And he should have just probably come out and said, this about the players refusing to play with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is rubbish. Yeah. The end, walked away. You know what I mean? Mm. But I also feel that he was probably feeling a bit um, frustrated and annoyed with Jackson Mm. as well. It was Mm. like, fuck you, I'm never going to pick you again. I brought you. Because he was the one who signed him. Yeah. He used to live next door to Jackson Hastings. They know each other, you know? Yeah. Well, Gus, Gus, I heard Gus on the Sunday Roast talking about it. And um, he's a close friend of Barrett's, Mm. I think. So he's definitely team TB. Yeah. But he was pretty much saying as much saying that, um, you know, Jackson had had, there are things that we don't know that mm. have happened with Hastings, which makes sense, I guess. Mm. Like Barrett wouldn't have come out and just said that for, for no reason. Mm. But he also said like it was, where was, who was helping Barrett mm. telling him, you know, while he's sitting there talking to 10 journalists and they're grilling him on what's happening. Mm. Um, and maybe that's... He's still a pretty young coach as well, Barrett. Like, he's he's not been around as a first-grade no. coach forever. No. I suspect he would learn from that. Mm. The, the other extreme is like a Wayne Bennett that just doesn't say anything. Yeah. And we all say, what a fuckwit Wayne Bennett is. Mm. But maybe there's a lesson there, you know, when you've got to try and find that, that medium in between. But... um. Maybe we'll get onto this in game, but we had a secret little listener um, on the field the other night was giving us uh, a, a mole. We have a mole in the ranks. An oh, NRL wow. mole uh, was giving us some very good feedback saying that they didn't look happy on the field. 
and um, a lot of the guys were kind of shouting at one another as much out of frustration. Mm. But he said there was a lot of a lot of yelling from at Brook at, when at, they were playing. Yeah, at yeah. Lotto Land from. Right. Um, especially from Tom Turbo uh, yep. and DCE, just mm. unhappy about not getting enough ball and Dylan yep. Walker. So yep. he did say that you know the team didn't appear very happy. So that gets us back to you know. So so for what you were saying about yeah, where was the backup? That gets me to my next uh, headline. We'll consider picking Jackson Hastings, says Lyle Gorman. Now, you can't turn on the TV without seeing Lyle Gorman in the last two last days. Last two days. He's, yeah. he's been fronting the media. He went to Channel 7. He went to the NRL.com. Um, you the know, Q&A for 4 yeah. o'clock session. So, he's been everywhere. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little late. Should have probably yes. popped his little fucking mere head, mere head, hat, head up a little earlier. Yeah. But he's clearly um, been watching uh, 100% footy and seen Gus Gould complaining about his mate TV not yes. getting enough and he, uh, he's come in here to, to help back him up. I guess the thing is with Lyle, he's, he's, he's also... Because he's come from the Sharks. Yeah. And I guess he's kind of used to F- Shane Flanagan, who's a very experienced head coach. Mm. And Shane probably just does what he wants to do and talk to the media or not talk to the media. And he's not really used to that. Maybe TB needs a little bit more help, maybe. But um, I don't know about this Gorman guy. I've got to say, uh, been speaking to some other NRL insiders. Well, there's no Tim Cleary. Let's get that clear. That's let's true. let's make that a hundred percent clear. Yes. You know, I'd like to see Lyle Gorman run a Catholic schoolboy. That's true. Like talk about talk about um, crisis. Yeah, he Catholics. Could. That's right. This <laughs> They're is in a real just crisis. A, this is just a bloody. Drop on yeah. the windscreen. At least no one in Manly has been accused of kitty fiddling. <laughs> How's Brett Stewart going? <laughs> Let's not bring up no, that because then Jared Hayne comes straight I'm back joking. into the conversation. I know. You bring up yeah. Hayne all the time. Yeah. Well, so I had to I had to put that one out there. <laughs> Shout outs to Brett. Love his restaurants, Brett. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Toko. We should be heading down there pretty soon just to, down you know, to Melbourne, just get to... some Instagram photos with him. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so I did. You feel again? I know you're kind of looking at it through different. I would call them rose-colored glasses, but anyway, maroon colored glasses, maroon, maroon and white colored glasses. Did it feel a bit though, like Gorman has you know Barrett's copped all this heat, mm. and Gorman's not been anywhere, mm. and then Gorman's first thing when he comes back is says, "Make no mistake, Jackson Hastings will be in the squad." When after the game. Barrett was not didn't rule it out, mm. but just said, "Look, mate, we're we're short of players. We'll consider anyone, mm. so I'm not going to rule anything mm. out." But it felt a bit like Gorman. He was not exactly helping Trent. Like he's just come in and go, "No, no, no." It's almost like he's the sheriff that's come in to fix things yeah. up. I, I and I was, and yeah. I kind of feel like, mate, where were you? Yeah, a week ago yeah. when it when people he's, he's cared. Over, he's overcompensating now. Yeah. I think, but. Oh, well. Anyway, at least he's there. At least he's out there and at least Trent. And I think Trent, you see it after the game, he's frustrated that he's lost. Yeah. And then all the questions are just about Jackson Hastings. <laughs> and I'm sure, you know, like, you know, like, like I thought about like Kane Elgy, 
was dropped from the Titans. Yeah, here we go. And yeah. no, 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 I'm just saying. Yeah. Was, was any questions asked of well, why was Kane LG dropped? Blah, well, blah, that was no, a, there was that was a form dropping. They didn't come out and say, look, we've got this guy's got character yeah. issues. And I, I, I really yeah. feel that the journos played Barrett. Yes. Like a fiddle. Yeah, yeah, definitely. By saying coming out and making up headlines, like the entire playing group has refused to play with him, to play with Jackson Hastings. Which isn't true. Mm. Which Barrett also went in to say, well, that's not true. I'm the one who's not has decided not to pick him this way. And then they've run with that. And now they're going, oh, look, even though the playing group said they won't. And it's like, well, that was never confirmed. No one ever said that, blah, blah, blah. And now they're running with their own story. I feel like they set him up and they played him well, but he'll learn from it. Yeah. He, and, he took and, the... You could see, though, he was so yeah. triggered when they were asking him. Yeah. If you were in the, if you were in the room, you couldn't yeah. help yourself. You'd just be like... Well, I think they're just sick of asking the question. It was like when Jared Hayne got interviewed about his rape charges. Yeah. And he went up and said, okay, I'm not, a- yeah. uh, answered some questions. Yeah. And then he said, okay, is there any football questions? Let's move on. And then the questions just kept on coming, kept on coming. From journalists who weren't even sports journalists. Like yeah. they just rocked up that day to fucking mutt rake. And then Brad Arthur stepped in and said, guys, like, let's just fucking move on. Mm. And I'm and and if you watch the Tommy Turbo interview, he Tommy was interviewed on Monday or Tuesday, right? The same questions kept on being asked over and over again. And he kept on giving the same answers because, well, I've already answered it. And I think it's They've got a lot more patience than I do, to be honest, because my answer would be, yeah, it hasn't changed from the five seconds ago when I answered that question. That would be most of mine and the other, I'm just here so I don't but get you, fined. You, yeah, you get triggered though. <laughs> you, you'd be... Um, that's when I guess you can have but, but the one-two punch. can I also say, punch. Lyle Gorman is saying, he's, he's just stating the truth, you have to name a 21-man squad on Tuesday, tomorrow. Mm. We only have 21 people healthy. <laughs> So even if he has no chance of playing, we have to name him. Yeah, we've got we've got so many like it, you know we've got so many injuries. It's ridiculous. Mm. We've got three season-ending ACL injuries. Or mm. all, all, all at Fortress Brookvale. I I mean, maybe it's time to look at the grass. <laughs> Who's to say? But I mean, it's yeah, it's 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 reached, and 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 also, and this is what Clubbing I've also crisis, been thinking. Say? This is what I want to. This is what I want to say, is that I think when you lose games, yeah, when you lose three or four games, yeah, suddenly there's no excuses for losing. Mm. It's like, well, no excuses. We should have won. We should be winning. We should be winning. But and I get it. But at the same time, there are reasons for losing. Yeah, even if. Even if you've lost six in a row or ten, there are reasons. It, it, you know, and, and I think the Manly fans at the moment are getting so worked up and so angry that they're not that we're losing and there's all yeah. this shit off field that they're forgetting that halfway through the game we lost our 5 eighth. Mm. Then we lost our winger. Then we lost our second rower. Like all within the one game, mm. right? And then on top of that, we've also lost... We've also lost... Our winger, our fucking second rower, we've lost our forward bench for like we've lost we've got nine guys yeah. out injured. Who would normally be in our seventeen. Yeah. It's not you take nine people out of any team, they are going to struggle. Yeah. You take 
if, you, if, if the Storm are playing and they lose their 5-8, their winger, and, you know, they lose Josh Adokar, they lose fucking, you know, Cameron Munster, and then they also lose a second rower like Felice Cafusi, I think. Yeah, I'm not saying they're going to... They're going to... Like, it's a struggle. Yeah, you know, I guess it's none struggle, of uh, the big you know. losses for you, I wouldn't say, you know, as you were pointing out, though, I wouldn't say that Croker is a huge loss, right? He's not a... He's no. not a superstar. Mm. You... I don't think you, your biggest loss has been Tafua, right? Would you say he's your biggest name loss? No, I'd say Curtis Sirinan was the biggest loss we've had, and we struggled without him last season. I think he, but he, he, he yeah. and Cherry Evans work really well together, and he mm. runs good lines. And you've only got to see that since Linda Kozlowski comes in, he's just not. He's also gone. He's also now gone. <laughs> um, is just not good enough. And no, Jared Croker. He's not setting the world on fire. The issue being is that someone has to play 5-8. Yeah, yeah. So then Arpi goes across to 5-8, and then Lewis Brown comes in for Arpi Curacao. So we've got a hooker playing 5-8, and then we, so it affects almost two positions. Mm. And then we've got Lewis Brown playing hooker, who is not as good as Arpi Curacao. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think you're also struggling... Because you can't sign anyone else, you've got. I know it's this magical three hundred thousand is a is a backup second rower or a backup mm. player, mm. but you're already skint, and so now you know the you're all so everything's going yeah, against you. Uh, you've uh, got you, you're yeah, struggling. Yeah. Normally it wouldn't matter if you had full strength squad. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You, you're right. It's it's a it's a backup backup, mm. but. I think added on top of everything else that's going on, um, I, I, I don't w- think three hundred thousand gets you out of having nine no, injuries. No, no, no. But it and gives I think you if one you were to player. sign, if yeah, but if we were to sign somebody now to go, oh, quick, we need a five eight. Yeah, who are we going to get? Yeah, yeah. Todd Carney. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, may no. as well get Hastings. I, I, I'd rather blood. I'd rather <laughs> blood a young player than than do something like that. That you Joey really Lusick, just get, maybe. Yeah. Well, or Tom Wright, or someone mm. along those lines. Um, but can I say so? Can I take the counter to your point? Because yeah. I hear you. I don't yeah. like para again. There's reasons why para lost six in a row. Mm. Um, sometimes you're just not good enough. The other team's better than you. Yeah, but there's a reason why you're not good enough. Yeah, but there's, know, the, like, the reason is you play. Your roster's not strong enough, though. Yeah. You, you didn't. You lost. We lost semi, mm. and actually semi was way more important than anyone gave him credit for. And suddenly your attack starts faltering, but. What I do see, and I do appreciate the angry Manly fans, in that it's nice to see something change. So, as an as an Eels fan, it was good to see finally. Mm. And again, it was because Gutherson came back from injury. It wasn't like BA was just sitting him on the sidelines. But at least when something, there are some changes, mm. no matter how kind of small they are. It feels like at least we're doing, we're trying something. Mm. Where I think Barrett's in trouble is he really doesn't have anything to try. He's he's using his full available pool of players. Who mm. else can he bring in? Mm. Even if he wants to bring Moses Suli in, he's got to get the NRL's approval because he he wasn't registered. You know, you've got your twenty five that you have to mm. register. Mm. So he's thirty. 30. Yeah, but even then, he, he's only got twenty one, right? He's only got 21 now because we've got that... Because of all the injuries. That injured. So we're, so we're currently looking, going yeah. to the NRL 
for permission to bring more people in because of the amount of injuries that we've mm. got. The sympathy. I don't really Another think. I don't think. Bread. I don't think Moses Sully is the answer. Not really. I mean, only you know, if the question our, is our centres. Uh, he plays centre, and yeah, our centres yeah. are fine. He can he can play winger at a pinch. Um, so that would probably be good because we've lost Brad Parker, George Tafua. Yeah. Um, so what you know. would you do though? Would you just do you think just suck it up and go look? We're in. We're getting killed by injuries and the the sanctions are hurting us a bit and we're just going to have to suck it up and get through this stretch and is that is that what do you or do you think there's some changes? Look, I I, I think well well for starters I don't see why you wouldn't bring in Jackson Hastings. Yeah. If 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 you go off from what everyone says, right? Mm. That they um, all get on now. They're all besties. Well, well, I f- I feel that I don't feel that they're besties, but I feel that like like I said, they go out for players' dinners. They're meeting up. They have breakfast together. Like, you know... Um, so I, they I, can I, play together. Yeah, I just think they can play together. I just think that they've put it behind them and, and no one could be hate each other so much that you can't play football together generally unless it's a mm. serious issue. So I think he's the best and responsible. And, you know, everyone will come out and they'll say, oh, you said he wasn't going to get picked. Oh, 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 who cares? Like, honestly. Yeah. Again, it was... Anyway, um, so that's the best solution. But I, I'm starting to look at this season. I'm starting to. Tr- I'm, I'm trying to focus on the positives, and the positives are is that we've got Paseca who came in. Yeah, it's he's a young player that we signed from um, Balmain, an absolute fucking monster. Like he's massive. He's been coming off the bench and absolutely killing it. He ran a hundred off the bench. He ran 165 meters. Mm. Like. That's manner-esque. Yeah, that's right. So I, I'm looking at the positives. Like a couple of years ago in 2016, we had the same issues. Mm. And, um, you know, and we discovered, a couple of, we discovered a couple of good players that way. So, um, you know, so you I'm just do. trying to see yeah, that we're, yeah. we're blooding a few players and they're getting their chance and some of them are going to rise to the top. And then next season... You know, nice. they're on board because yeah. yeah. I thought we were a couple of props down and I feel like, um, you know, you got... It. I, I didn't think Lloyd Perrett's not the answer <laughs> unless you're asking who ate all the pies. So, and I was like, well, who we've got to replace Lloyd Perrett? Well, this new guy, this Paseca, you know, so having Paseca on sitting on the bench with Tanganoa next season, that's a fucking scary bench. Like Tanganoa has got bigger biceps than Marty Tapao. And Paseca is two meters tall, a hundred and fucking twenty-five kilos. Like he's an absolute <laughs> fucking monster. So anyway, um, here we go. Dylan Walker ready to walk. Ooh, these the ah, it's the conspiracy. No, mainstream well, literally, media. literally, five minutes after this was posted, Dylan Walker then went on Instagram saying. Guys, these stories come out every six months. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. This was your friends at Sporting News, though. Yeah. I don't think it was anyone of any repute. Just saying. Just Because everyone started panicking. He's going, oh, fuck Dylan, fuck him. Everyone's like over a... Everyone's, yeah, getting, well, everyone's a little bit touchy where at the smoke, moment. Where there's smoke, there's fire. So the last one, can I just talk about Buzz's article today Ooh, that came out yes. today? I know you've been fun. Great article. Frothing yeah. out of it to go. Manly Seagulls Endangered Species mm. by Buzz Stilettos Rothfield. Um, it just, 
I, I, I wrote it today on Twitter. I mean, I pretty much read the same article about the Tigers last last season. Mm. And then the season before that, I read it about para eels. Never. It's the same thing. Never. I don't think he's written. And here's about the para. thing. Here's the thing. No one's right. No one's writing about the Tigers being badly run and the whole place is in a shambles. It's the same board this season as it has run it the previous season and the season before. That everyone's saying, I can't remember her name, but whatever her name is, she should Marina, retire. Marina, go. Yeah, she should retire. She doesn't know what she's doing, blah, 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 blah. They come out, they win some games, no one says a fucking word. Now, nothing has changed. Mm. Nothing has changed other than they got a coach and they won some games. Mm. And this is exactly well, that's, that's the same situation. Yeah, but that's exactly the situation as Manly. We were, we were under cap investigation last season. We had Fortress Bookvale last season. We had Nothing has changed mm. except now we've lost some games. Yeah. That, that, that's it. And everyone well, jumps on board. But, but, but hang on. So let me just say the other things that, that Buzz, the writing on the wall, Buzz yeah, was saying. Yeah. yeah. Is, and and Bud, lo- lo- you know, they love talking about crowd numbers. Yeah. You know. So Buzz was saying Manly's dying because they only got 5,700 to, to the game yeah. on uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. Now it's a six o'clock game. Yeah. But forget about that. Okay. So 2007. Eels versus Titans at ANZ Stadium, 6,800. Mm. Rabbitohs versus Warriors at ANZ Stadium, 6,200. So we should just fold the Eels. That was 2007 though. 2017, sorry. 17. 2017, so last year. So we should just, according to Buzz, Eels are going to fold and so are the Rabbitohs. Well, that, even that was that their more, home games. That was more, 6,000. And I, feel, I think that was more in the by, rain. By, by 500 people. I think that was in the rain, though. Well, so was last night was in the rain. Not in... I think that was in... I'm just going to make stuff up. <laughs> yeah, just make stuff up. Parrot and doesn't what, have a crowd... Manly does have a crowd problem issue, though. Like, it's crowd size. You don't get good crowds. We've, had, we've been a sellout for every game except for that one. Really? Mate, we were absolutely fucking packed for the Tigers. We were packed for the Parrot. We, yeah. That was, no, yeah. We, we, we sell out. Don't you worry about you, math. You sellouts is what you're saying. But while we're talking about numbers, this is this is the one I found. Hard maths, I found what? this one was the really hard hitting one that Buzz really got so excited about that yeah. he just didn't couldn't even wait. So this is my hard maths. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So according to Buzz, Manly have no chance of making the top eight. Oh. No chance. Oh. There's no chance of us mathematically mathematically making well well no he's saying that it's very unlikely okay because according to buzz we need to win 12 of our last 15 games to make the finals mm. now this is hard maths yeah now i'm no genius right yeah. we just played round eight yeah 15 games that's mm. 23 games, right? Mm. There's 26 in a season. Mm. So what happened to those three games? The two buys. Ah, two buys. But then there's one. There's only one buy. Is there one buy? Yeah. Moses and buy. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're right. There's two buys. So we're missing one game. By curious. We're we're missing one game. Where's that game gone? I want to know where that game is gone. Yeah, well... What's Game Buzz doing with that game? <laughs> it's at stilettos. What does he know that we don't? Well, it's because 
it's also his logic for that is like 30 points, 30 competition points. But yeah. the table this year is completely different to any oh, other no, year. But I'm not even saying know? that. I'm saying that the fact that he can't even get something as simple as that right. Yeah. Well, he's not He's not a mathematician. No. <laughs> um, and then the final one I've got here. Tony Williams out with yes. ACL. This was going to be mine. Tragic. Now, I, I tweeted this yeah. a couple of, probably about three when weeks. you had a bit of a zing in your step. Three weeks ago, yeah. I tweeted this. Yeah. And I said it as a bit of a joke, yeah. but I said, I predict Tony Williams will be the best player on the field. Yeah. Funnily enough, he turned out that game to be the best player. <laughs> yes. You guys came away with a loss. Yeah. But he was by far the best player. And then the last two games, he's, he's been played good. quite well. Yeah, he's been so good. So, how hard does this hit the... Uh, it hits. Parramatta it team. hits. He's been he's been very good. Um, yeah. I think we've got a bit of depth at second row. Okay. So we've got um, Tepai Moroa is the obvious choice, um, who's been out with the concussion protocols. Right. I, I presume, but it hasn't been playing that well. But I don't think it's um, I don't think it's doom and gloom in so far as it's, at least it's a position we do have a bit of depth. But no, you're right. You were. I copped a lot of manly heat when we signed Tony Williams, and he's been yeah. he's been pretty good. Um, well, I, I, I thought it listening... was funny when he, you signed him, and then he got done for drink driving a week later. Well, you know, he had to <laughs> had to fit into our culture. <laughs> <laughs> but he's been he's been pretty good, and I think it's um it's a sad story the Tony Williams one because he had so much promise, and then he left Manly. And his career kind of just stalled. And I think Des maybe screwed him at the dogs a bit. Mm. I heard some smarter guys than me talking about it on the radio the other night, saying that, um, you know, they had him doing too much. They had him trying to be a ball player. Mm. And all he was ever really good at was just running straight mm. and running hard. And He probably tried to get him to be a bit more like Glenn Stewart. He's probably trying to yeah. get him like a ball yeah, player. Yeah, like offloading. And, yeah. and he wasn't, he was more like a. He was closer to a George Tafua, really, just to yeah, just hand in the ball and let him go hard the, as he on, can on the edge as well, lining yeah. up against not small having to yeah exactly and centers and stuff. And yeah. Para were kind of doing that. Para mm. were putting him on the edge, mm. um, and he was good for us. So you know, it sucks for him, and it's his second ACL in two seasons. Mm. So a lot of ACLs happening at the moment. Yep. It's like the it's like the NFL. Yeah. Um, I had a chat to... Uh, I guess because the players... Players probably have different builds these mm. days as well. Like That's exactly what They're this, probably yeah. guys who can run faster, slightly less sort of bulky kind of people. And yeah. You know what I mean? Well, so they're trying yeah. to put steps on. They're putting more pressure on their knees and well, stuff like that. Well, I was like chatting that. to, to um, a trainer, mm. um, Mick Suter. You know, you remember mm-hmm. Nick's dad. Um, legendary trainer for the... Para eels back in the day and I was asking him about it, and he mm. was just saying that um, you know that the body the body shapes uh, they're like thoroughbred racehorses you know mm. because you've got all this upper body strength mm. and all this mass and it's moving so fast and the the body's just that all the pressure just goes on the knee mm. um, and so it's just you see it so much more commonly now with, with how mobile people are and how quick they're expected to turn but mm. I think it's a yeah. I think they'll miss him, but I think it, you know. Hopefully, we've got a bit of depth that can cover that can cover for him at that position. Mm. Um, I've got some. We got some awards. Yeah. Well, 
Well, do we? Have you got any nominations? Let me just. Should we start with yeah. the the pretenders to the throne and? Let me start. Let's start with okay. the pretenders because. All right. This has been well. Uh, firstly, can I nominate myself? Not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, so not okay. all heroes wear capes. Yep. So let's start with that. Yeah. Firstly, I want to nominate myself. Of course you do. And give a shout well, out. No one else will. No one ever will. Uh, so if no one's going to blow your trumpet, you got to blow your own. <laughs> um, but I went for the holy, the holy trinity in the last week. I don't know if anyone yeah. picked up on this, but I went. I decided that I wanted to see if I could get retweets from the, the I guess, the emperors of rugby league journalism. The biggest fake, the biggest swill merchants. <laughs> so, Would Danny you Widler. Sp- yeah, okay. Leg so, day. Leg day. Yep. So I went after Danny and I thought, yep. I've, got a, I've, got a, uh, I've got a chance here. And, um, but, but it comes down to what... I feel like this should be under fake news. Maybe. Award. Yeah, not, well, not so much. Not all not heroes. heroes wear well, I got anyway. anyway. We'll, yeah. we'll go there. Okay. Um, but I got a retweet. And it's the simplest <laughs> trick in the book for what I like to call the shit cunt retweet. <laughs> so it's these like journalists that are so crap and they're yeah. such knobs yeah. that you've just got to say something nice about them yes and they'll quote retweet you yeah they won't like just respond to your tweet yep they will quote retweet you and go thanks glad you enjoyed the article yeah 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 so i i got danny first up going fantastic piece here by <laughs> at danny widler um really shows another side of young jackson hastings or something along <laughs> yeah. those lines yeah and um and I, he took it hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> swallowed the bait. Swallowed the bait straight away and said, quote, retweet, glad you liked it. So, but I wasn't happy. I was no. like, I'm going to. Well, that's the I thing. was drunk on the power. It's a, it's a combination of drunk on the power and yeah. a little bit too much time on your hands. Yeah, it's intoxicating. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then I thought, who, who is next? Yeah, who's it's, the biggest swill merchant? Under Josh Danny. Masood. Well, no, he's the he's the one that I haven't quite landed okay, yet. He's, he's not your, as active. Would though. you say he's your white whale? He's the white whale. But I'll get him. I'll yeah. get him. Mark my words. But um, so then I got, I, I was like, I've got to figure out how do I get the mole. Right. And before I could even think of a way, mm. the mole retweeted my Danny Widler retweet. So I got two in one go. It was like, <laughs> they're coming to me now. So I, yeah. in the space of five minutes, I had Danny... And the mole. Wow. Yeah. And I was I was feeling pretty pretty damn good. Yeah. But of course, setting aside Masood, yeah. there's only one name left. And and, and Carianus. No, no, no. Carianus oh. is I was gonna say not, that's let's not tarnish him. Yeah, fucking The man himself, the red faced Oh, Bulldog Richie? No. <laughs> Buzz. Buzz, Buzz himself. Now you're uh, p- probably blocked by Buzz. I uh, no, I'm not. Well, there you go. Neither the two guys, I. I'm amazed I'm not blocked by is Josh Masood and Buzz. Yeah, I know. I don't really at Buzz. No, but you at Masood a lot. I do at Masood, but he doesn't read things. Mm. He just posts and moves on with his life. Okay. Yeah. So um, so I I, I said about getting a retweet from Buzz, mm. and I put something that was so obviously I thought a troll. Because I happened to catch a bit of NRL 360 and he was talking about Jackson Hastings and, you know, the uh, choosing the door, mm. our, our last week's choose the door nominee. Yeah. And um, I said, great work, Buzz, for standing up for the battler. That's what the true Anzac spirit is. <laughs> <laughs> and he retweeted it. And it must shout out to long time, you know, guest, the former, former um, 
guest on the podcast, yep. Ben R forty seven on Twitter, yeah, who was on to me. He knew what I was up to, yeah, yeah, and right. did the same uh, at Buzz and yep. got a retweet as well. Nice. So, so I challenge some of the uh, any of the listeners out there that want to be featured. Maybe I think most of our listeners news. are probably being blocked by most well, of those guys. But see, do your best to get yeah. it at what I, what I think I'll maybe call a shit cunt quote retweet you can use that hashtag yeah love it and and you know just just butter them up and watch them retweet it with a (laughs) with a quote tweet so that was that was my first nomination was myself but then um i guess moving on to the true heroes Mm. it's been a week of a lot of activity a lot of watching young men would you say would you say that people are starting to talk the game up yeah that's right so, so it was, I guess, kicked off with um, a Northern Beaches lad, captain yep. of the Parramatta Reels, Clinton Gutherson. Yep. Gunthison. Gun- Gunthison. Uh, who? It's like the part of the Andes. It's called, you know, it's the Gunthin. Yeah. Who got a dirty Gunthin? Spent his day off watching. Yep. The under 16s Yeah. I mean, does it get read any the more bottom, Did you read that whole article though? Yeah. It was weird because he was watching from the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently he had he had a bit of a cork fire because he was giving it a good rub. Well, it's a it's a weird story though because I was reading it going okay and and then what and then it's like this is the type of man he is that he'll go yeah. and watch Young club man. juniors yeah. play. Yeah. So I thought that was that was gutho. Who's club juniors? Para club juniors. Was it? I think so. Yeah. yeah I don't think it actually well, said. said. Well, maybe. And I think you'll find that it was actually Manly juniors well, he was go. watching. He lives in Manly still, because why wouldn't you? Uh, But then, not to be outdone, Yeah. the Manly team. Yes. The usual suspects. Well, because we're not individuals. That's right. We do things as a team. That's right. Yeah. Strip clubs. There's no I in Manly Warringah Sea Eagles. (laughs) Just one. Yeah. And... um, (laughs) But they all went out and watched Blacktown. Watch, watch Jack Young. Watch their best mate. Yes. Yep. Brother. Their brother. Bro- brother from the same mother. Yeah. And. Not proven. They had cameras <laughs> obviously trained on them. Oh. DC had his little daughter oh. there. It well, was... she, she wanted to see her, watch her godfather play. <laughs> is, that, is that Uncle Jacko she was saying? It sure is, little one. Is he coming around for dinner tonight? Of course he of is. Of course he's not. It's Sunday night, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. He's always around Sunday night. Yeah. Unless he's got an emergency wheelchair appointment. Yeah. Well, he <laughs> is, but then we're going to prank him when he gets there, darling. <laughs> we're going to play a little joke on him. Throw food at his face. So. Well, and so, can I just... So, the whole Manly t- Seagulls? The whole, well, yeah. Well, uh, the leadership group. Yeah. So, can I just then throw in the... Okay. You know, not to be outdone... Mm. Because they've seen that Clinton's trying to get in on yes. their act. Because that's the Travoyevich brothers. They're known for going to the ah, okay. to the to the watching games. the younger kids. They're not just going to watch. Yes. Both Tom and Jake were running water. Wow. Yeah. That's got to win it, surely. Yeah. You'd think so. Okay. But once again, they're just taking a leaf out of somebody else's book. <laughs> yeah. Because Jacko Hastings. Yeah. All last season. Was running water. Yeah. For the junior. So what did he so go and nothing... run water? Well, no. What did he do? 
you don't you don't repeat the same trick. Okay. Yeah. You know, when when the masses catch on, yeah. What do you do? You, fre- you don't repeat. Yeah, you freshen things up. You, you go to new ground. Yeah. Okay. So what would you say? What 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 is the what is the what is the manly juniors of the real world? Well, I mean, you've really got to think about. I mean, it's starting to get wintry. I guess it is cold starting out to get wintry. I mean, I was thinking the other day. We put a heater on, on because tonight. my the house is so cold. But uh, what if, so warm, I mean. But what if you didn't have a house? I guess. I can't even imagine. That. What would you do? I don't know. Who would kick a footy around? Who's going to gonna help warm? you? Who's going to help you? <laughs> There's only one man. Ooh, tell me. Jacko Hastings. Wow. So once again, Jacko, next level. Yeah. He's uh, the pass it on clothing. Pass charity. it on clothing. Passed on some clothing. A few first grade jerseys. Few, I think it was a few <laughs> roosters and St George jerseys that he doesn't need anymore. Yeah. And uh, went out there, gave it, and then kicked the football around with some homeless mm. people. Wow. He's just. I mean, I'm not. Even, I'm not even going to mention. Yeah. His little tweet about a couple of wheelchair people. Yeah. Because he's done that. Does He's fresh, fresh, fresh start. Yeah. Um, so once again, a lot who, of I mean, this all all deserving. Yeah, all deserving. Well deserving. And I think, and I think probably you know, although it wasn't a headline, I'm sure Tim Manor was going Praying. to church and yeah. doing good things. But, yeah, you know, it doesn't make headlines because that's no. not what he's after. No. Um, so again, who would you say would be the winner this season? Has Is to it? be the same winner yep. every season, <laughs> every week, every week. It's Jack amazing. Jacko Hastings once again. I mean, well, anyone. Will, Will anyone, anyone take, take? They're the trying claim. though. I feel like there's obviously you know the yeah. we almost got ten listens to the last episode, so we're creeping up. Yeah, we're making a bit more impact culturally. Yep. And I feel like they probably all sit down and think, what what can we do? But can I can I just rewind a little bit? Rewind. Why are these stories about players watching? Like it's so weird, isn't it? Like it's, it's really there's weird. There's three in a week. Yeah. There's three in about four days. Well, they're talking the game up. Of what a good... And, and, and the Masood one, your your nemesis, yeah. was actually... Is Manly in a fatal crisis? Yeah. He, he actually didn't... He, he couldn't bring himself to take away crisis because no. then he'd have nothing else to write about. Yeah. So he said, is Manly in a fatal crisis? Yeah. Not with these guys yeah. because look what they're doing. And it's like, it is nice of them to run water. Yeah. But I don't think Manly's problems at the moment are being caused because they don't have their two best players running water. Like, I get that it shows some humility. Yeah. But, like, what's next? Like, as the Banking Royal Commission, Catherine <laughs> Brenner from AMP is going to start running water bottles. To, yeah, pretty much. Know, like, and then it's like, well, yeah. guys, let's just back off, okay? Well, yeah, let's back off. He, he'll start being a teller on the front yeah, saying, look right. at this guy. Yeah. CEO. And he's She's there manning, making change. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it, it's almost reached... Um, it's almost Talk like he's trying up. to take the piss. Yeah, I thought I, it was. It was yeah. like, you're kidding me. There's another... Like, what could be the most piss-weak, feel-good story? It's yeah. like someone opened a door for somebody else. Well, I, I, during that... With that Clint Gunthinson, all para fans were like fucking pants down, cock out, rubbing one out as they read it. And I just wrote, he watched Game of 40. Like, yeah. what are we talking about here? Yeah, I know. Like, but then, it's ridiculous. But then the whole Manly team... But, but again, that, I don't think that was a... The Travojevic brothers were running water. Mm. At least they were an active... They were doing but, something. They were doing something, yeah. not just watching. I know. 
Well, like since a, when's watching? I'm a fucking hero. <laughs> yeah. Well, not not a lot lately because I haven't stopped watching the Eels when they lose. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, uh, let's move on to game. Mm. Uh, this will be a quick one. Man yeah. had another buy. Yes. No, um, frustrating game. It was a frustrating game. I feel like it felt. You know what the game felt like? It felt like um, round one when we played. Yeah. And against the Knights. And it felt like, I don't know, it just felt like we were the better team on the day, but we just couldn't get the points on. And, um, the number you know, there was an there was an interesting there was an interesting um, time during the game. It was in the last 10 minutes. One of their players got sent off for being a filthy cheat. So we're up against 12 players, and we just... And I even said to my mate who was watching the game with... I said, we have to score mm. in this moment. If we don't score, we're in serious trouble. And we just could not get it. We couldn't hold it together yeah. down their line. And I think this is where we're missing Blake Green. Mm. Because Blake Green just got us repeat sets yeah. over and over again. And it just feels like it goes to DCE and he's just swamped. It's just, it's like everyone knows in the stadium who's going to get the ball on the fifth tackle because, well, who else is going to get it? Yeah. And they need to cut, they, they, Supercoach TB has to come up with a different attacking option. It can't always go be go to DCE because they're just shutting him down too quick because they know that's where it's going to go mm. to. And, you know, we'll see what happens with Lock and Croker out. But, and I hate to single him out, but, Marty Tapau had some critical errors. errors. Yeah. He had three, and each one was at a critical point in the game. You know, second tackle, you know, on yeah. their, within their 20 metres, he just coughed the ball up over and over. It happened three times, and each time was in a really bad spot. Now... He ran for over 200 meters. Mm. He had offloads. He, he had an. It's just statistically, he had an absolute blinder. Blinder, yeah. blinder, blinder but well, Supercoach. You look at his score. He scored over a ton. Like he had an absolute huge game. But it's just the little things, and it's like mm. I was talking about Croker. He almost got through the line, but they'd always just tackle him. Yeah. He got over the line. He just couldn't get the through ball an down. offload. It and felt it like hit that the was ground. manly yeah. all game. It just couldn't quite get there and the thing is you look at our but it just it was just frustrating because we couldn't quite get there mm. but I feel like and I know I'm probably going to get is the word lambusted lambasted yeah I don't know how to pronounce lambusted. it I've read it yeah because you know this game this, this 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 podcast will go out and then two days later man we'll be playing and you know we might get dusted up by 60 but I feel like it's again. It's hard to say because we've got some injuries. So and again, it's Monday night, so I don't know who the team is that's mm. going out there. I feel like this was a turning point mm. for the at least for our forward pack. Our the stats on our forward pack were unbelievable. Mm. Like like I was saying, like I think almost the entire forwards ran for over a hundred. Like everyone was over a hundred meters. Even Joel Thompson was over a hundred meters. The guy who came, you know, a guy, you know, Paseko who came off the bench, got um, 165 meters. Like everyone was, I, I just felt like our forwards did well, yeah. apart from the fact 
They dropped. They just dropped the ball in critical moments, but they were they had go forward, and I think that's the really important part. We had go forward, and I think I'm just I'm just waiting for that moment where Dylan Walker catches fire, and I'm waiting for that moment where DC where Tom because Tommy's been really quiet as well. I just feel that mm. we were so close last week. And I feel like this week against the Roosters, I feel like it's a turning point, and I feel like we're gonna. Okay. I feel like we're gonna win. That's good. It's gonna not gonna be easy, because I don't know who we're gonna put in the second row to to um, take over from Linda Kozlowski. But I do know that I'm not too worried because Linda wasn't doing anything. Mm. It's not like it's yeah. you know he, he's not like so fucking Lewis Brown suddenly is in the second row. It's like mm, that shit, but. Fuck it, he couldn't Lewis be Brown worse than Linda hasn't been that bad this year for you but guys. But he's only played one game for us. Yeah, but he, oh, the other night, I thought he looked all right for you. Yeah, but that's like the first game he's played oh, for us also. But, but how many because the big Lebowski played? Well, he's played three. Oh, has he? Yeah. I just didn't notice him. No. Well, that's the thing. He he hasn't done anything. So that's that's the point. Like, it's not like, you know. I, I thought Newcastle were terrible. Like, I thought both teams in that... And there's an element of playing to your you know, opposition's level. Yeah. But I thought both teams in that first half in particular mm. were it was just a dog of a game. They'll drop both were dropping the balls. Like the number of times Newcastle dropped the ball on their twenty meter line and gave you guys really good field position. And then you well, guys I don't had, think it was that it often. happened like three or four times. I don't think so. And you just weren't able... I don't know what's going on in your attack. Yeah. Because your players are... Your back line is still... I know you've got no 5'8", but mm. I didn't think Green was a world changer, you know? No. So, but it's not getting... And maybe as, as our, you know, NRL mole was telling us, you know, that maybe that's why they were upset was because they're not getting the ball enough yeah, to I, those good players' hands. I think so. But they're also... You know, it's also... We also had at, Lewis Brown at hooker yeah. instead of Arpy. Yeah. So he's not throwing it the right direction. He's not... You know what I mean? Like, he's not as... But, but it's also when, you, when you're when you in these times, like Parra went six weeks without a win mm. and the halves can't do anything. Mm. And then they have one win uh, against you guys in terrible form. You mm. guys played shocking against mm. us. And then they had a better win, I would say, against the Tigers. But... Suddenly, a bit of confidence comes back mm, in, mm. and things that weren't working start working. And people who are whinging, like we're still coming last, but para fans, if you read online, you'd mm. feel like they were top of the table because it's just really about winning games. Yeah, well, that's right. So you win, you know, if you can get a win up against the Roosters, the whole narrative changes. Well, I, and I also think, and and I'm not going to rest fault this. Yeah, but. And I know but, what now. I know what you're talking about in terms of being a para fan. We literally did not get a fifty-fifty call all night, and there was some absolute like the last penalty that they then went on to score the winning try on. To say DCE is facing his own goal line, it came off his hand backwards, and they called it a knock-on. Like everyone was, yeah, fucking it's a tough, yeah, it, it's it's a it was tough, a tough call. When and you, we and should when you're have, not getting those calls, yeah, they, and, and and you know we should have still kept them out. I'm not saying, yeah. but it was it was there was a few calls like that where you're just like, mm. what the what what the fuck? Like it was really strange, and there was you know Marty got pinged for one. I remember and I, there was just quite a few where I was just like that. That's a yeah, that's really strange. I like I don't this, think we got a fifty yeah. fifty at all. I feel like with this new ref crackdown, 
it does start bringing the game a bit towards rugby where refs become so important mm. and because they're blowing the whistle so often, it then perception of a team starts to become reality yeah. because the you know if you're a dominant team and you're slowing the other team down in the tackles, the refs are like, well, that's because you're Manly and they're Melbourne yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're four or they're St. George and yeah. you're Manly and you yeah. guys are at the bottom and they're at the top. So they're yeah. obviously just dominant. Yeah. Whereas when you guys slow them down and it yeah. happens with para, the refs are like, oh, you're just trying to slow them down. It's like, yeah. actually, look at what's happening. Both teams are doing the same thing, mm. but you're only penalizing one team. Yeah. You, or they're up quick in defense. Yep. because they're a good defensive team mm. or they're up quick in defense they must be offside like mm. it's that's i think one of the things that's come out of this new free free the whistle yeah, policy yeah, yeah. is yeah. that refs really also have a, a lot of emotional weight they carry into a game and it's mm. hard to turn that around mm. too didn't help not having a big crowd you'd you'd like to think that mm. having a big home crowd. I think, least... I think the crowd, yeah. I mean, I think the problem is is that the last home crowd we had, last time we played was the Tigers. Mm. And, you know, huge crowd and we got absolutely fucking slaughtered Smashed, yeah. and to the point where they'll boot off. And yeah. I think that people... people yeah, I would, I... And, I, and I'm a little bit of the same. Like, yeah. I, I'm still going for Manly and, yeah. you know, but... It, it is a little bit of the same when you well, you're going to pay $60 your, or something. Well, not even that. Yeah. It's just changing your life around. Yeah. Like, I had to change some stuff around at work Yeah. to make sure I got to the pub in time Yeah. to watch them. And then you kind of go, well... What am I going to do this fuck, next time? Fuck, okay. Yeah. And the same thing happened the week before. And it's, it, it does kind of get to the point where, well, hang on a sec. I'm giving up. Yeah, if you're not enjoying it. I'm giving up my weekend. Yeah. To watch these guys, and I'm, I'm doing my, I'm doing all the stuff in the morning, and I'm getting the kids doing this, and I'm mm. getting doing that, and then I'm sending them up with a movie to watch this. But I've made sure they've had enough play that they're, yeah, they're exhausted, <laughs> and they can watch a movie. So then I can, and you go to all this trouble, and then they trot out there, and they get fucking not so much Friday night's no, game. They put it, you know, but the week before, and you think, well, I put all this effort in, mm. and then they just fucking get, well, why am I doing this? Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah. you, you're a hero. You do yeah, it. Yeah, uh, not all heroes wear I, You know where I've up. been. Six weeks, I, I was yeah. looking at it going. So, should we uh, should we move on? Hey, um, did you order a pizza? Because I got a pizza here with an extra large spicy sausage on top. Would you like to nibble on my sausage while I make love to your ears with my... <laughs> Yeah. Down at me. Yeah. <laughs> spicy yeah, it did. Oh, what? You, you can swallow it. Why are you putting it in your mouth and then taking it back down, out and then putting it back in? <laughs> what, you don't like my spicy sausage? Uh, oh, no, you do because you're putting it back in your I'm mouth worried. now. Oh, it's too much. You're just going to lick the end. I'm okay, more of a fish right. taco guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, while you got your mouth full over there with my spicy sausage mm. pizza, yep. um, I've got some hard stats. Yep. They're going to leave well, can I, bechamel uh, sauce yeah. all over your face. Wow. Yep. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. I got, I got, I got some hundred percenters here. Okay. Again, because that's what we deal with. Yeah. No anomalies. Yeah. Okay. Um. So Manly. Yeah. Have a hundred percent losing record. 
when I watched them at the Lady Hampshire. This was, I was going to throw this one at you. So I watched one game there last year. Yeah. They lost. Then I lo- Then I watched round one. With me. With you against, yep. against Newcastle. Yeah. Then I watched Newcastle again. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to the Lady Hampshire again. <laughs> Not I do the enjoy their fish tacos, funnily you say <laughs> yes. that. Yes. Not worth it though. Well, I will. Can I, I can I just I, say I will not be watching a game. I I'll watch plenty of para games there, sure. <laughs> but I will never watch a man I will never watch a manly game again at the Lady Hampshire. Can I say that yeah. I warned you? you I did. warned you. I yeah, was you I did. was sick in bed. Yeah. I was sick in bed oh. with the man cold. You were touching you told the you told the doctor. You said take me off life support for a minute. <laughs> Because I'm going to get yeah, up and make a phone call. Take the tubes out and let me <laughs> send a few tweets and then this message to Ben. But Ben had invited me down there and I said, mate, what are you doing? Yeah. Lady Hampshire, we yeah. watched round one there and mm. you saw the outcome. Yeah. What about the Petersham Inn? And you said, mm. the guy I'm meeting, he lives closer to the city, so yeah. it's more a middle ground, yep. blah, blah, blah. And I, and I did come back at you and yep. say... Definition of an insanity yep. is doing the same thing I know. and expecting a different result. I know. Hard, yep. throbbing hard, yep. salami sausage stat. Yeah. That uh, none from none. I know. And the yeah. Petersham Inn would have been much better. Even if you lost, there's always, you know, then you can Even when you have lose, a you win. different type of fish tucker when you face <laughs> <laughs> with a lot more cottage cheese on it. <laughs> So that was pretty hard. And the crabs aren't soft shell yeah, ones no, either. Yeah, no, they are. They are really spicy crabs. They're hard to get rid of. Um, do you, have you got a? Have you got a? I've got a few here, but do you want to do one? Uh, well, that was. <laughs> do you want to? Un, do you want to unload? Uh, unzip your hard yeah, stack. Yeah, we can. And we let can me have a look at it. Things up and yeah. both have a turn. Oh, it's weird. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Is that a wart on the end of your hard stack? It's, uh, it's called foreskin. <laughs> Why does your foreskin look like a wart? It's bulbous. (laughs) So, here's a hard stat. Yeah. Another one where we're not... We're not... There's 0% margin for error. There's no percentage of error. Mm. Every manly game that I have watched, they've lost. Wow. Yep. Every game that I've, like, watched from start to finish... Yep. I haven't seen them win a game. Wow. So, I don't... So, what games have you watched from start to finish? I watched that first Newcastle one with yep, you. Yeah, that's right. I watched uh, the other Newcastle one with you. Yeah. And I think I watched... I didn't watch the Tigers one. Did you watch the other Para game? Manly Para? No, I didn't watch Manly Para. Yeah, you did watch Manly Para. Yes, I watched Manly yeah, Para. Yeah, yeah, That's it. They're the three. Yeah, three. Yeah. Wow, there you go. I didn't watch the Para one that you won. That is a hard start. Yeah. So you should stop watching Manly games. I should games. stop watching Manly games. Yeah. Well, like, or keep watching them. Actually, I'm, I'm clearing out the calendar. I'm like, I'm watching. It's our wedding anniversary. I don't care. I'm watching. Manly play the Titans. Well, here's one. Here's a para. Here's a para stat for okay. you. Yep. Para have a hundred percent winning record since David Kildwell was appointed head coach. Wow. Yep. That's throbbing. That can is... I can I shout out that there is a para. There's a Twitter account called Parafax, at Parafax, yep. that is pretty much just para hard stats. They should change their Twitter handle. And then we can sue them. Yeah, and then we're, they're taking our glory. Yeah. Because they had another one saying that Para is undefeated with David Gower playing. Right. The former English cricket captain. <laughs> 
So, well, Kidwell, maybe, maybe Kidwell. Brad He's Arthur's a good coach. On, the, on the hot seat. I think get. I think. Um, I feel like. <laughs> my dog's, <talking. laughs> dog's making strange words when he's throwing up on the couch. I think Brad Arthur is a figurehead, mm. and I don't think he does a lot of coaching. It's like a Mal Meninga type I think figure. he's. I think he's been replaced by David Kidwell. Yeah. And I feel that he is just there to stop civil unrest. Okay. Just for so Parra don't get crisis headlines yeah. and stuff like that. Maybe. But look. There's Since Kidwell came along, undefeated. Undefeated. So you do the maths. Hundred percent. Okay. I just did it for you. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Yep. Have you got any more hard stats? No, no, no. I think I'm... I've got a. I've got a hard stat here. Um. Uh, from Nathan. Okay. Seagull Spur. Yeah, Seagull Spur. Para are the first team in the history of sport to win two games in a row. And still be last. Mm. I don't know if that's true. I think it might be. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. How how would we ever know? No one. Well, no, they'll it'll yeah. go unanswered. Yeah. Uh, I feel uh, like there's a bit of deflection happening there, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's been fairly. He's been of all the manly Twitter fans. I yeah. would say Nathan has been fairly level-headed about it all. Well, like, he's down like, in Melbourne. Yeah. He doesn't feel the heat. He doesn't feel the heat. He just goes and watches some AFL and he forgets yeah. about Manly. Just, yeah, has a Chardonnay and <laughs> cheers, cheers has on that. Has an avocado latte and watches the AFL. Watches the AFL and catches some really Puts good coffee. On. Has a really good coffee and watches <laughs> some beautiful theatre. <laughs> then has a little has a little flutter at the Crown Casino. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Mario's... Uh, giving me a hard stat too, yep. which I promised to read out well, this hang week. On, because I had one here also sent in. Okay. Uh, from, uh, well, actually, also, I've got a shout out. Yep. Para Till I Die, Twitter yes. listener. Yeah, he's, I don't even know who he is. Yeah, well, I started acting me he's out. He's a of hero. He's, he's actually, I think he's we're you. Rewind everything. He's my nomination for all, Not All Heroes Wear Capes. <laughs> As I stand like Jon Snow yep. battling the oncoming manly army, he. Yeah. he he arose out of nowhere and just uh, just just shored up the para trenches, but really <laughs> got quite verbose with you when I could see you weren't in the mood to deal with uh, anyone. Oh, the one thing I don't get is people who just come out of the woodwork who you have no idea, and they tweet at you like your old mates, like "Oh, we've been bantering yeah. for years," and check this one out. It's like who? Wait, so you've been lucky. You? I get that all the time. Oh, I get all yeah. these randoms message yeah. me, give me shit. <laughs> like really nasty shit sometimes. <laughs> if anyone deserves it, yeah, it's true. It's I, you. I always kind of go, yeah, I probably, I, I get it. I spent my whole day trolling, so yeah. I can't expect to like not get any blowback. But I did get one, and this was a a, a hard stat. Mm. Manly have suffered more season-ending ACL injuries than they've had wins at Brookvale this season three ACL mm. it's fairly mm. hard, fairly that is hard. a hard stat yeah so so there, there was an, so mm. I don't know if you saw breaking news uh, Lyle Gorman on today's uh, NRL.com interview yep. Yep. went out of his way to talk about Brookie and I think mm. it did tie in with Buzz's article mm-hmm. now I I let you go on that one I think Buzz does recycle that crap mm. every year, and 
it's 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 he, he is a crisis merchant. You know all that. All the talk last yeah. year was there's too many teams yeah. in the NRL, too many Sydney teams. One has to go, and everyone was saying it's Tigers. Look at there, they're in disarray. Yeah. Blah, blah blah. It's just like anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, but I like I went to Brookie once with you, and mm. I enjoyed it. I mm. think I think I'm actually for having smaller capacity grounds mm. because I don't think many fixtures regardless of what you do mm. at the game and I'll get onto this with my I'm done mm. but that said I don't think in a town this size with this much going on mm. and the number of teams we have I don't think the and the 26 rounds of NRL mm. you're just not going to get 40,000 regularly no. to a game yep. so I'm all for smaller grounds mm. but they need to they can't they need to make their mind up you can't have substandard grounds mm. uh, so I think it's probably wise to look at three mm. ACLs is a, is a lot but it's also maybe it's just bad luck because you know maybe I don't I don't oh, remember yeah, but they any... take, the thing is they take the game to the bush every say every team yeah. has to take the game to the bush right yeah so every team ends up playing well every well yeah, they could play a couple yeah right those fucking grounds are just yeah, exactly. They're terrible. Yeah. They're just tumbleweeds. Yeah. So, I, I mean, yeah. I get what you're saying. So, no, it's... The, yeah. The previous season, though, this was a hard stat from last year. The previous season, we had the least amount of injuries... That's right. ...than any other team. Yeah. In the, in the comp. Who's your trainer? What's your trainer's name? Was, um, uh, Dan Ferris. Yeah, Ferris. Yeah. That was, uh, he, so, they, they took him over Willie Peters. That's right. So... Practical jokes. So, yeah. <laughs> Willie Peters was <laughs> a practical joke. Yeah. The fact that he got a job, that was the joke. Well, he's Barrett's mate, I think. But, you know, so, yeah, you could say it's the ground, but we're on the same ground that we set a record at last season. So, I don't know about that. But can I just say, when it comes to the group, we've gone, you've touched upon Brookie, but let me just quickly say, I don't think you'll find a single Manly fan who doesn't like Brookvale Oval. So who gives a fuck what anyone else thinks, as yeah. far as I'm concerned? Well, yeah. The journos hate it mm. because they're stuck in little boxes without any heating and they hate going there because they don't have all the amenities and everything. Let me tell you something from a fan's point of view, right? I've been to Brookie, I've been to Leichhardt, I've been to ANZ and I've been to a- and Allianz mm. stadiums, mm. right? I prefer Brookie and Leichhardt yeah, yeah. to Allianz and ANZ and I don't find that the pies and the beer is any better at Allianz and ANZ yeah. than they are at Brookie and Leichhardt. Yeah. Leichhardt was actually better because they actually had a really nice sausage sizzle going with some dude who does it out the front of his house on the yeah, way that's there. Right. Yeah. So uh, the journos don't like it because it's muck raking. And also they don't like it because they don't have all the beautiful facilities that they can come in and they park their car on the yeah, ground yeah, and yeah, they yeah. do all that. So they fucking hate it. But who gives a shit what they want? Yeah. So... Okay. Uh, and uh, anyway, and I want to. Uh, I'm I'm going on to why I'm done. Yes. So I don't want to. I don't want to go into it. Let's talk about. Let's, no, let's, let's talk about the point where everyone fast forwards. Game. Oh, the Eels game. Power game. Well, so everyone, how long are we going to chat for? Do you let's reckon? Let's go because we're already over time. On two minutes. Yeah. Let's go. All right. So, so fast forward two minutes. Two minutes of glory. Just press that little fifteen minute. <laughs> yeah. Thing. 15 press seconds. it eight times. Bang, bang, bang. And yeah. Then you'll get to the end. You'll Billy be buttons. To, yeah. Yeah. But uh, good win. Good win, bit of ticker, tried hard. I will say the my favourite part, I put this on social media yep, today, but yep. my favourite part of the game was Gutho. Yeah. Refs actually pay attention to him. Mm. You know, so when 
the Tigers are laying all over the Eels player on the ground. And to be yeah. fair, it was even a marginal penalty. Yeah. And he appealed to the ref, but he wasn't appealing every tackle. Mm. He picked it and they needed a leg mm. up to get upfield. And the ref blew a penalty. And I thought that was just what I want. You know, a mm. captain mm. who the ref will at least listen to. Mm. Not Tim Manor, who will go and pray with them afterwards. Mm. So, Manor had a good game. Um... Well, coming off the bench has suited him. Coming off the bench does suit him, though. Because the game's a bit... They're all softened up and they're right. a little bit tired yeah. and then he can come on. Exactly. Yeah. Not How's he... He's not captain. No. When you've got Gutherson running out first and being on the yeah. field from start to finish. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I was happy with that. And I'm... As I said, I'm happy with the fact that we're doing something different. Mm. Here's another little... I'm not a... Never played footy. Played played a bit of rugby union in my days at mm. Parramatta High School. Um, but have you noticed offloads are becoming more and more important with this yep. new crackdown on the tan and not mm. getting up too quickly mm. and also not, you know, not slowing people down. It feels like offloads are really a thing now. Yep. So I think... Parrot- well, you get another... You, get, you almost get gifted another... Eight meters. Exactly. Even if you don't break the line, just you, run straight Because they're ahead. back ten. Because exactly. It, you, you, you're being so it goes from being a, you know, seven meter run to suddenly being exactly. a sixteen meter run. And we scored a try off at Manu yeah. Maui was held. Mm. The whole line were That's right. running back to the try line to defend it. Yeah. But you can't have it both ways. If the if the tacklers are going to go on with it and mm. try and wrestle you onto your back to slow you down. Mm you're not held because they've got to get off you. So if they're not getting off you, throw a little ball out. Yeah. There was five metres. It was all mm. Kaiser Pritchard needed. So, mm. uh, But let's not get ahead of ourselves. I, I thought the Tigers weren't amazing. Um, but again, we, we're improving and, and the Eels halves are starting to gel. I, I'm still not sold on the Eels kicking game. Mm. I thought the Tigers kicking game was much better. Mm. Um, but I think Gutho really is is solidifying us and I was happy I was mm. happy that that's the type of game that any given year Para would have lost they had plenty Choked of it. opportunities to lose yeah. it and they went ahead there was still it just seemed to be to like go. you guys like I didn't watch the game but I was checking the scores and it seemed to be it was it's just like going back yeah. and forth yeah Tigers scored one you scored one Tigers scored one you scored it was just going yeah. back and forth back you know who forth. our best was was Kaiser Pritchard yeah well he got man of the match and he was but it was it was that it's not sustainable what he's doing. Mm. He, he will go off with a concussion. Mm. He's just a human cannonball, like mm. just absolutely kamikazing in. It probably won us the game because they were on attack in a pretty good field position with not long to go. And he just kamikazed someone, knocked the ball loose, and we got mm. the ball back. But um, we'll take it. Mm. So there's the, uh, the two minute wrap. Nice. Yep. Uh, let's go on to I'm done. Yeah. I've only got one this way. Okay. Yeah. People saying that Manly is done. Mm. I'm done. You're done. And I'm not just talking about Buzz because he doesn't really believe Manly's done. I'm not talking about Josh Masood because he doesn't believe that Manly's done. Okay. I'm talking about the Manly fans who are swallowing this bullshit (laughs) and thinking it's caviar and going... He's right. If we don't upgrade Brookvale Oval, we will perish. It's like, no. We've had, we've had what other people consider the worst ground for the last 20 years. It's, it, it, 
shouldn't make any difference and it doesn't make any difference. Okay. You talk to any of the players, they love playing at Brookie because they know how much other teams hate coming to play there because it's not as good facilities and it's, you know, we turn the heat off in their locker rooms and we do all that kind of shit. So people swallowing this and panicking, thinking that if we don't suddenly turn our season around within the next three games, we're going to fold. Yeah. People, today, people were genuinely thinking that Manly is going to fold in the next two years. Mm. That is fucking insane. Mm. We just need to win a couple of games and everyone will leave us alone. And this, and, and I meant to bring this up before. Manly going to Gladstone, right? Going and seeing some strippers and getting you into a bit, a bit of a fight has been... It's been three weeks now in the mm, newspapers, mm. right? And we've gone three weeks without a fucking win, mm. right? Last year, Melbourne... One of the Melbourne players went out and scored Coke, right? Um, Jesse Bromwich. Yeah, yeah. After a test. after a after a test, yeah. went out, scored Coke, fucking partied up and got banned for a couple of games. It was in and out of the paper mm. within a few days because they simply replaced him and they kept on winning. Mm. No one said, "Oh, Melbourne's got a drug culture. There was, yeah, there yeah, was, yeah. it wasn't, it didn't go on and on and on because they, because they were in good form and they just kept winning yeah. and they winning and winning. If, if Melbourne went on to lose games, then they would have kept on talking about it. Melbourne's coming to an end. Yeah, drug yeah, culture, yeah, blah yeah. blah blah. So I just think that everyone just needs to calm down and stop, yeah, stop swallowing well, what people are trying to feed you. I don't want to give any sympathy to, uh, to, to Manly fans, obviously, but. As an Eels fan, we yeah. we go through this all the time. Yeah. Like we we've won a couple of spoons in recent mm. years, uh, looking like one of the spoon favourites this year, and that's part and parcel of the the league. You're gonna have years when you you guys have been spoiled, right? Mm. I feel like you, you you're still bearing some of the fruits from Des's back ended contracts on all the Stewart brothers and all mm. that stuff, but you win a few games, it all goes away. Yeah, so, absolutely. And this is what I'm saying. And, if, and just, if you don't win games, as you said, maybe there's some reasons why you're not winning games. Mm. And say la vie, such is life. You know, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. The world's going to keep spinning. You're going to be back next year. You're going to be back the year after. Yeah. The reality is, the, the irony of Buzz, of all people, talking about teams moving is the Cronulla Sharks are the most logical team mm. to move in so far as they are surrounded on... They are flanked by St. George, mm. Illawarra. Mm. They'd be an easy... They, they would just assimilate straight in yep. to the St. George, Illawarra catchment because yep. they're surrounded by it already. I'm not saying they should, mm. but they're the obvious choice if you want to be strategic about it yeah. because you're going to have, what, no Northern Sydney team to Newcastle? Yeah. And the Central Coast, everyone's talking about the Central Coast. Yeah. No one gives it. The Central no. Coast is like this collection of small little suburbs that no one, like going to a, if you live in, let's say, uh, Catherine Hill Bay, mm. are you going to drive down to Gosford to yeah. watch a game? Yeah. Like yeah. it's not, it's not like going from DY to Manly to Brookie to watch a game. It's not even like going from Mossman Mm. To manly, like mm. it's it's a total different geography. Yeah, and people have this 
idea in their head that, oh, we need to play on the Central Coast. Well, show me how successful the Northern Eagles were on the Central yeah. Coast. If they well, were, the Central Coast you know? is close enough to fucking Newcastle to say they're all in the one catchment. The yeah. End. That's yeah. the end of that. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I get it. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. So, I'm done. I, I'm done and everyone just needs to calm down. Calm down. Take yeah. a chill. Have you got an iron done? Relax. I've got a couple. Yeah. First one. So, I went out... Uh, during the week to the Anzac Day game. Oh, yep. Yeah, out to uh, Alliance. Alliance, yep. Watched, uh, and, and I must say, watching 40,000 odd, 41,000 yep. at yeah, the game. Yeah, it was a good crowd. I watched it on the TV. And it's a really good tradition. You know, mm. I'm into my American footy and I was mm. over in uh, the States for Thanksgiving and watched the, the Thanksgiving Dallas Cowboys game and mm. then went Thanksgiving weekend. I'll just say that the game day experience is still, I think they can do a lot better. Now, I'm not trying to be a crisis merchant, mm. but like dumb things, like, and it kind of goes hand in hand with the stadium debate and everyone saying we need these new stadiums. And I, I guess I'm probably for a new stadium in that I'm, I'd love to go and watch footy in fancy new, fancy new fandangled stadium. Mm. I'm not really buying into the whole is it worth it? Is it money well spent? Well, maybe it's not, but I'd like to. Being sit in a nice you know seat that had a seat warmer on it <laughs> but they could do so much more instead of spending all that money on brand new stadiums like the food's still shit mm. the drink queues are still ridiculous mm. and it's not rocket science like they, they there's 30 people standing in a line to order one of four beers that you can get mm. you can get VB you can get some random beer that no one's ordering no and then you can get whatever their craft beer is, Great mm. Northern or whatever mm. it is on the day. And they wait for your order and then they pour you a beer. Mm. Like, just pour the beers. They're not going to go unloved. No. You've got, no. at half time, you've yeah. got, you know, 4,000 people in, in a line. Yeah. I just found the whole, I found it really, I had a really good time at the game, but mm. I couldn't help but think what, how much better it could have been like having imagine having yep. jets fly by yeah. and having stuff outside the stadium that was mm. a bit more engaging mm. and having good food in this like mm. you go to the Dallas Cowboys games they've got you know really good food they mm. make it an experience you still pay for it yeah but little things like that where it feels like they're going to spend all this money on a stadium but well, they don't there's no have some old players there to take photos with or Give out some T-shirts, you know, just yeah. just just game day experience. That's what I'm done with. Is, well, I is, don't understand why they don't get the chat. Why don't Why don't they just get chains involved at stadiums? Yeah, exactly. Why don't they just go right? Yeah. McDonald's, you've got one. KFC, you've got one. Guzmini Gomez, you can have one. Get one and of these bloody just, just Annandale Hotel. What was his name? The Jack- uh, Josh Burgers, yeah, by, Burgers Josh. by Josh or something. Yeah. Whoever that's, that's yeah. hot right now. Why is it some no-name, random catering place that does it's, terrible? You know why? Because they tender it out. So they tender out the uh, catering. Yeah. But it's it's fool's gold because they're trying to, you know, cut corners by saying, well, we'll tender the catering out. And then mm. the caterers come in like a spotless or one of these listed companies that, mm. and it all becomes a margin play where they go, what's the cheapest, shittest yeah, food that we right. can sell with the least effort? Yeah. And we're going to turn over profit, and then the stadium owned the stadium's owned by the government. They go, well, okay, we've just tendered that out, so we made, you know, we made a million dollars on our on our contract. But then they're going to go and spend two billion dollars 
on a new stadium, like to try and get people to, to try go and get to people game. to go to the game. It's yeah. like, well, don't cut corners on the little yeah on the you know get a proper beer queue yeah or have decent beer at the game or just have people walking around selling mm. beer in the aisles or. Mm. Hand out a few T-shirts. Mm. Like even at the grand final we went to, they handed out flags, and it looked awesome mm. for for the Storm Cowboys. Yep. was a fairly you know non two yep. non Sydney teams. Yeah, do something that. Well, makes I liked our I liked our grand final experience yeah. when we went there yeah. last year, but I yeah. Well, I, I think they made at an the effort same time, on time. Like though. I don't I don't not go to Brookie because I'm like, oh. I'm not gonna get. Yeah, I'm not gonna get a gourmet fucking meal there. It's like yeah, well, but but what if what if you knew that like there was gonna be something more? You'd be more inclined to take the kids, for example, if you maybe. knew that they could yeah. get. If there was gonna be a player signing mm. and there was gonna be a chance to get a photo with the yeah. Golden Eagles, yeah, and there was gonna be t-shirts given out, mm. and, you know, all that just maybe. game day stuff. Anyway. I mean, I think I think it's got to do with also as you come out of you know. ANZ and there's nothing around there. That's true. That stops me from going yeah. to any game. But then there. again, have food trucks there, or yeah, have exactly. have a pop up party, or have yeah. let people tailgate it. Yeah. Or do I don't know. Yeah. They they're the ones getting paid for it. So you're done with the game day experience. I'm done with the game day experience, and and my final I'm done. Yeah, is uh <laughs> very something I'm very passionate about. So Tim Manor, Tim Manor <laughs> had a good game, right? You've been done with Tim Manor for a long time. This yeah, this is a this is a, this is a flip. This okay. is a flip. On flipping it, flipping it, and reversing it. But there's a narrative now that's appearing in a lot of um, para. Oh, I Twitter think I accounts. know what you're gonna say. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a very Tim Manor is a victim, and who yep. who are these people yep. that have dared question and Tim yep. Manor should be sacked? Written yep. in the yep. SpongeBob yep. SquarePants. Yes. Shout outs to you know you know yep. what I'm talking about yeah, and they're good guys I yep. like those guys yeah but let's not kid ourselves mm. I'm done with people who are trying to say like Tim Manor is playing like a first grader mm. that's what's happening right yeah so just because in the last two games yeah he's yep. had two games where he mm. deserves to be in first grade yep and I'm very happy about that yes. like I'm I'm really happy yep genuinely yep. And I'd like him to keep playing mm. like a first grader yep. because, you know what? He's in first grade. Yeah. So he should be... And he's captain mm. of first grade. So, mm. yes, let's recognise Tim for improving his performance. But there's this narrative out there that somehow Tim has been this victim mm. of this unfounded campaign against him that he shouldn't be playing. Well, mm. here's what I'm done with. The Eels are still coming last. Mm. They were none and six with him as captain. Yep. He made less than 60 metres in a game. Yep. Yep. So, there's no... I'm done. This is is not a narrative. Uh, The fact that he's improved his performance is, in fact, what he needs to have done. Yeah. Not... It's not that he's suddenly a victim. No, it doesn't. It doesn't improve his past performances no. just because he's now done two games in a row. I, 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 I know exactly what you're saying. When I was reading yeah. that as well, I was like, "This doesn't make any this sense." Is, and I've triggered. had people do that to me as well. When you bag someone out and then they win one game, yeah, and there's they a go, few See? It's like, well, what? Yeah. What? 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 No, the last five games he was shit. Yeah. What? Just because well, yeah. he's good now doesn't change his last five games. Yeah, like it's like so if you cooked me... I wasn't me, wrong for the last five weeks. You cooked me dog shit four times and then yeah. you cooked me a 
fucking good meal yeah. doesn't mean for me to say, well, those meals were bad. Yeah, I was wrong. Those so meals I'm were actually... So I'm wrong because yeah. this meal is actually pretty yeah. good. Like, yeah. it's, don't be a fucking more. I'm done with those people. Yeah, just fuck those yeah. people. Anyway. All right, we'll wrap it up. But uh, I just want to finish up with a uh, new segment. Yeah. It's called uh, a manly erection. <laughs> Not a womanly erection. No, a okay. manly erection. And okay. this is just where we finish on a nice little story. Okay. Yeah, we've been doing it for the last couple of weeks, but now I've named it. You've named it? Yeah. Should we have a little... We should get a little theme song for it. Yeah, a nice little theme song. Okay. Okay, so this is my manly erection this week. (laughs) Um, It's a manly erection. This is from Akira Owato. Okay. He uh, had quite an emotional press conference this week. (laughs) I saw this. And I'd I'd like to just read out the transcript from that. We're going through some tough times. And the main thing for me is you, the media, can actually help us by being positive. We've had enough of these dramas. We get dragged down by you. If you drag us down, of course we're not going to be the best players we can be. That's my manly erection. My dog, my dog was getting emotional when he chewed the foxtail remote. Oh. So, I like that. I thought he really spoke from the heart. And when I saw that, I got a manly erection. Yeah. Um, when I but saw that's you about get it. a manly erection, I got a little baby manly erection. <laughs> you got a one-eyed eel erection. Yeah, that's right. Um, but as we always say, at this time of the night, may your dreams be filled with maroon and white. And may... Who could it be? I <laughs> and may Jake Travoyevich give you a big manly kiss goodnight. Big bloodied lip goodnight. Then <laughs> yeah. have a big tantrum afterwards. <laughs> Good night, Australia. Uh, and once again, I just want to apologise to Mario Sieg. Unfortunately, we've run out of time, uh, so we won't be able to, be able to read your hard stats this week, but promise, definitely next week. Thank you very much. Sorry.